This week on Ultra 64, we played NBA Live and NBA Jam, and we are finally setting the NBA Jam series on fire. Welcome to Ultra 64. We are the Comprehensive Nintendo 64 podcast. Each and every week we are playing a different randomly selected video game from the Nintendo 64 catalog. And we're playing it. And we're catching on fire and jamming out about it. Or just like clipping through each other. Yeah, that's mostly what we're doing. That's mostly what we're doing. We are slowly walking down the court. (laughs) We're dribbling the basketball. Like dribbling takes on a whole new meaning. I am surprisingly Um, adept three-point shooter Woody Siskowski. That's very true. That's very true. And joining us once again, say hello special guest. Hello, I'm Josiah Coolidge. Welcome back. We are playing a sports game, so of course we need Josiah here to... You've heard uh, me talk to... about such wonderful games as NFL Quarterback <laughs> Club, Vigilante 8, <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. Slugfest, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah that yeah. was a wonderful that was, game. That was good. pretty okay. That was, that was good. good. We had fun with that. Yeah, you know, so uh, apologies to, uh, uh, I guess, fans of these two respective series, NBA Live and NBA Jam, <laughs> because I'm kind of mashing them together in a way I'm not, like, totally satisfied with, but also, like, I could see doing a whole episode put yourself on in the listener's perspective here yeah. steve we already have to do what four basketball episodes dividing these things Something out else. do yeah. they do, I do I they really want a, a fifth basketball episode I think you have a lot of b-ball fans <coughs> that are like dying for right yeah yeah exactly i mean and uh you'll i think you'll see why i chose not to include the jam games with showtime yeah. and hang time when we uh, get to talking about those but you know what? Let's just jump into it. Let's start talking about NBA Live, okay? Because that's uh, the first of the two franchises we're playing today. NBA Live is the longest continuously running basketball series on the market. Uh, it's had annual releases every year since its debut in 1994, with one exception. It is it is the John Madden of basketball games, it, which, yeah. is, which is accurate. Yeah, that's true. It's, it, it's the EA Sports yeah. franchise that's uh, been very consistent and very polished and not terribly exciting every year. <laughs> Um, prior to 1994, it was known as NBA Playoffs, which is a short-lived series that lasts from 1989 to 1993. If you remember uh, Genesis-era carts that had big titles like Lakers versus Celtics and the NBA Playoffs, yeah. that's this series. Which was a horrible title. Horrible title. <laughs> good, uh, good basketball games from all accounts, but horrible title. Um, the same engine was used in that game, went on to be used in Team USA Basketball in 1992. Team USA Basketball? Team USA Basketball. Team, like oh. Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. few. I was like, none of our basketball players are over 19. We got the youngest teen, tightest teen <laughs> basketball like, players. Really legal basketball. Yeah. Lil Bow Wow was the cover <laughs> athlete. He's like Mike. Yeah, right? exactly. or is that little I'm Romeo? pretty sure he was in the Rap Jam video game, oh, which really? was a horrible Super Nintendo game where you played street ball with rappers. Well, I'm oh, going to yeah. have to go find that game. That was that. like the Queen, Queen Latifah, Latifah is definitely in LL that game. Cool J. That I think the Beastie incredible. Boys are in there. It is, yeah. just it is not incredible. <laughs> no, you think it, it would be. No. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the same engine was used in Team USA Basketball in 92 and NBA Showdown in 93 before the series changed their name and they stuck with it. Like, it's, it's very slick. It's very reliable kind of series. 
With one exception. Uh, NBA Live missed one year. Uh, they missed NBA 2K13. You that's mean the NBA year... Live 2013? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. NBA Live 2013. Excuse me. Um, that's the year that the team, or that the the team behind the series, decided to kind of relaunch the series. They attempted a reboot. Okay. Um, by all accounts, it was kind of supposed to be more of an arcadey kind of fast paced experience. But uh, EA pulled the plug on it. The reasons they cited was just disappointing development, which uh, <laughs> I feel like is the clearest anyone has ever said to just saying, "Oh yeah, the game sucked. We canceled it." <laughs> um, usually, developers are much cagier than that. Um, but yeah, the following year they return with the traditional live basketball experience. Um, I mean, it, it's cool to think of like a developer like EA, like trying to take a year off and being like, you know what, let's sort of start fresh and see what works here and what doesn't. Yeah. But because that, that's never going to happen yeah, again. No, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, 2013. Like, wow. Yeah. Good I'm, for them. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is the one area where EA is uh, really, really falling behind in the market. The NBA 2K series outsells the live series like threefold. Uh, to the extent that I didn't even know that the live series still existed. Yeah. I thought that I thought that 2K had an exclusive rights to the NBA, but apparently that is not the case. No, no, we looked into that, but uh, the, uh, 2K did just re-up their deal with the NBA and the NBA Players Association for an estimated $1 billion oh my in gosh. the next seven years, which, first of all, it's insane to me that 2K can pay that. <laughs> Secondly, it's insane well, they that make, anybody they pays They make that. the Grand Theft Auto games. I mean, they publish those. Oh, that's those, true. So. That's true. They do. Well, I, forgot, and, I always and forget also, they own that. Uh, much like the last episode I was on, it's a lot of the microtransactions. I Lots think. of that stuff. I, I think I mean, I haven't played a 2K. I think I played last year. You can pay to get specific Nike shoes okay. for your what? in-game players. Do they give you stat boosts, or is it just no, aesthetic? No, it's just to have, you know, whatever 2015 version of... What about horse armor? Can you get horse armor? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, that's so ridiculous. I mean, all told, this series has sold 35 million copies worldwide. That puts it on the same level as, like, the Mega Man series. We're talking about NBA series. Live? Live, yeah. yeah live. Okay. Which is, I mean, but the, the 2K series is up in the 90 million region so it's way way out selling it so yeah people do like you said people forget the live series kind of still exists uh but it does and uh, we're talking about them like this first game nba live 99 good segue 1998 it was developed by new effects and published by ea sports it was also released on playstation and windows all right so new effects is a new developer for us uh, they were american developer founded in 1990 uh, like pretty much half the developers we've seen on this show, uh, they started their work on a Beavis and Butthead game. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's come up for like so huh. many different developers, right? Uh, and this time, uh, New Effects worked on the port to Game Gear. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's, that's the job they give the interns. Yeah. Um, then they promptly transitioned to sports games with EA's PGA series, and then they took on NBA Live. Uh, 99 was actually their first outing as a developer for that series, and they would continue to manage the series through 2004. After the live contract ended, they released the fan-favorite NBA Street games yes. uh, before they were officially absorbed and uh, dispersed by EA Chicago in 2004. The so, NBA Street. I, I know that's fun. not the point of this of this episode, but that blows me away that they don't realize how we want to have fun. Like everyone yeah. loves. Yeah, yeah, those games were games. awesome. I don't know why. I mean, I'm assuming that they stopped selling a lot. Yeah, but yeah, I, if you brought back NBA Street, I bet it would sell a lot of copies because those games I mean, are awesome. I, I feel like the the names and they of don't a lot of the have series... to come out yearly. Yeah, uh, 
this is kind of the counterpoint to like Madden being like the only football game. There's so many different basketball games mm-hmm. that I think the titles kind of blend together in my head. So like yeah. I confuse Street with Jam with uh, uh, Playgrounds with like all these other yeah. kind of like arcade style mm-hmm. games. That's true. So, I don't know. Maybe people uh... people have made a lot of more creative and weird attempts to do things with basketball games than they have with football games. Like, there was true. a series of, uh, there's like, yeah, the arcade basketball games, and then there was a series of uh, NBA ballers that was just one-on-one basketball games, oh, which yeah. were surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's weird, like, M- yeah, like, a playground, NBA Playgrounds is like a, almost an MMO style basketball game, I think, mm. or... What's, what's the one, like, that was kind of, that was kind of like the, the analog to Blitz the League, like the gritty, like, simulation, was that Ooh. Ballers, like, where you can buy a mansion and, like... Well, yeah, that was Ballers, but it okay. wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't trashy and violent oh, the way like the that. league was. Okay, no, I might have been conflicting It was just two. about having, like, a su- sweet, pimping lifestyle. Yeah. Like Which, all NBA players. Like all yeah. of us in this room have. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. All right. Totally so. crowded around Steve's office at like 10 p.m. What time is it? We play these games for like eight hours. It feels like forever. Yeah. yeah. We were playing when these games When you live a, a cool lifestyle like this, there are no bedtime. Yeah. yeah. We, we don't have to work in the morning. Pimping, as they say, certainly is not easy, gentlemen. Yeah. Let me tell you. Uh, uh, all right. So our, I love you saying that next to all of your Nintendo figures. <laughs> He has the entire Smash lineup <laughs> surrounding him. Almost, almost entire. He's, yeah. in a, he's an amiibo pimp. People walk by, he's like, hey, hey, you need an amiibo? I have a Pichu that's up a, barely a, used. An overcoat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a fresh peach? I got some fresh peach for yeah. But you oh, could eat I know, I bet yeah, you could eat a peach like for that. hours, yeah. right? I was literally just looking at my peach yeah. figure. I wasn't even thinking of that connotation. All right, so our cover athlete for NBA Live 99 is Antoine Walker. Are you familiar with Antoine Walker, Josiah? No, I am not. Woody, are you familiar with Antoine Walker? Uh, I mean, in the sense that it, I know he's a real person. I'm just going to be quizzing you I think guys. He played basketball. Yeah, I, I feel like the, the litmus test is if I've heard of them, then they're a big deal. If somebody Antoine Walker is not. I have not heard of him. If them. somebody said, is Antoine Walker A, a type of cereal, <laughs> B, a basketball player, or C, a purveyor of fine fish sticks, mm-hmm. I would probably guess B. Okay. And so... I, see, I was going to say... You I are go, incorrect. I he makes go C. He makes some great fish sticks. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say. That's that's pretty much all he's been doing since he retired. All right. Um, a world-class uh, speed walker. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Walker was a uh, power forward. He was a first-round draft pick for the Celtics. Uh, he played several seasons in Boston and was a standout player. He made it to the All-Star team three times, and uh, he had kind of a later career resurgence when he was traded the Miami Heat in 2005. He played most of that season off the bench, but he wound up kicking some ass for the team in the later half of the season, and he averaged uh, 12 points per game and led the team in three-pointers for the whole season. And the Heat would go on to win the championship that season. So, you know, he contributed. He I was into that team. Cool. I didn't realize who that was. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, there you go. So you do know him. I, yeah. I was overlooking the walk. <laughs> uh, his, his post-Heat career sadly saw a bit of decline. He ran into uh, some legal troubles for drunk driving and gambling. He was robbed multiple times and for, like, like said, large amounts. Like we said, it easy. It's true. And he he eventually filed for bankruptcy and lost much of uh, what was estimated to be a hundred million dollar fortune. Um, he finished out his career playing for farm teams in Puerto Rico and Idaho before finally <laughs> retiring. Uh, he now provides analysis and commentary on games for 120 Sports, which is a network I'm not familiar with. Um, yeah, you expert on sports networks. Y- you know, yeah. If you I don't know what no one does. <laughs> I know ESPN one through one, <laughs> and there's probably more. 
Um, so this game yeah. starts, um, you get like this black background, <laughs> yeah. and um, I mean, it's I guess it's supposed to be Anton Walker because it's this gritty dude, like or like grainy dude, yeah, in a uh, Celtics uniform, and he's just kind of dunking, <laughs> jumping and dunk, but he has no basketball. Cool moves, it's like <clears throat> a lot of like kind of those those are shots that are kind of halfway up, half dunk, where you kind of just drop sure, it in yeah. a little bit. And he's got no basketball, and there's no court or anything, so he's kind of just jumping around a little bit. Yeah, and it's like in the background, he's just like a flat screen that just says NBA Live '99, no animation, nothing else going on. It's just this one little figure, like, demonstrating all the motion capture they yeah. did. Like, and it, it's not it's especially impressive motion capture. Not it, it does not. I don't know. I feel like a lot of this sort of intro to these sports games is really about showing off your presentation and getting you excited. And this does not do it. No. No. No, not a whole lot. Um, one very noteworthy thing about this game is that this uh, Live 99 does not have an updated roster. It's relying on the 97-98 lineup, hmm. and that's because there was an NBA lockout this season uh, oh. when managers and players were renegotiating salary caps. Uh, lots of disputes around this time. There was like a brief lockout in 95, another like three-hour lockout in 96, but this one lasted six months. Was this, um, a, was this a time where basketball was more popular than it is now? It was, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. And some I, people were kind of pointing to this lockout is like part of the reason its popularity started to decline a little bit because they cut like 464 regular season games like uh and they they cost millions of dollars they alienated fans i think they wound up only playing like 50 regular season games or something like that um and ratings took a hit and they just never really recovered uh after this and i mean whether it's this specifically or just like a bunch of factors right. playing into it but yeah it's never been as popular as it was before this lockout and I, so. yeah i always associate the, the sort of mid 90s to early as like a golden age of basketball yeah, but i don't yeah, know yeah. if that's I think just because you have michael jordan that's true yeah yeah but i don't know it's just because it's a lot of the video games i played were from there too yeah so, but i i do think that well, and there's been a lot of weird stuff with basketball. Like, there was a ref that definitely was, like, admitted to rigging games, and I think that did not help anything. <laughs> right. But I have to say that I think lately they're, they're on on the up and up. I think basketball is, like, it's insanely popular right now. Yeah, like, yeah. It is. Well, they're getting back to the point where they have they're having sort of more star players who are getting, like, aside from just, like, LeBron James, now there's, like, for a while it was, like, only Kobe Bryant and Shaq. Yeah. And now true. they're, like... Oh, there's like five star players on different teams yeah. that people can get excited about. Like even I, like not a sports guy, I get excited like seeing like highlights of Steph Curry playing. It's like yeah. the dude's really impressive, yeah. like really amazing to watch. Um so kind of appropriately enough for this time period, uh NBA Live ninety nine and the N sixty four is actually just a very mildly updated port of Live ninety eight uh from the PlayStation. So it's a different game than the one that appears as NBA Live ninety nine on PC or PlayStation. Oh confusing. Yeah, very confusing. Um and all of the versions well at least okay, the, I, I I couldn't confirm if the glitch was in the N sixty four version, but the PS one and the PC launched with a glitch where players don't fatigue. Oh, it was definitely in this game. But I don't know if we just didn't if it was because we had the rules off. I don't know. Because we played oh, we played the yeah, first they... round with the rules accidentally turned off. Yeah, well, which is weird. So I always associate um NBA Live as like a simulation type of basketball game. And so in this you have um two modes. You have simulation and like arcade. Mm-hmm. And when you play simulation, the rules by default are turned off. Yeah. So the ball doesn't go out of bounds 
Um, you can push people infinitely. You can run really fast. Mm-hmm. And so it's really unclear how it's different than arcade mode. And it's yeah. just weird that it's disabled by default. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of strange. Um, <coughs> yeah, we jumped in. We started an exhibition mode game and, like... Yeah, and immediately it's like, okay, wait, so I don't get tired. I can shove you all I want. I can steal the ball. I can run out of bounds. All right, so I don't know what's going on, but this is fun. There's a lot of grabbing the ball, sprinting to the end, Mm -hmm. dunking it, grabbing the ball, sprinting to the end, dunking it. It Yeah. But the dunking doesn't work super—I mean, it's worth—just to be clear, um, you know, because the last basketball games we played for the show, I think, were um, NBA Hang Time, Mm -hmm. and um, that game, like, is— viewed from like a direct side view um this is sort of the more top down that you would see in a standard simulation game. right yeah yeah and so it it plays fast like nba hang time but it it's sort of you got five players per team and so it is sort of being trying to be less arcadey yeah it felt very like fundamentals the game like it, it's very simple it's very basic um it's intuitive. Like I'd say, I, I picked it up pretty easily. It's my. It's the same old problem of just having the C buttons do a whole bunch of stuff. One thing I really didn't like is the sprint button is left C, which is a very awkward button to sort of hold while you're trying to press other buttons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that um, was weird. Yeah, I needed probably the Z trigger to do that. Yeah, but. the Z trigger was just like blocking. I don't which, even remember. See, yeah, it was just kind of weird. I think uh, it was even maybe strafing or something. Something. Yeah, it was, you it put was your something hands odd. Up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This game gives you sort of a lot of variety of moves, like different kind of crossovers and things like that. But really, just sprinting was by far the most effective. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, this game is the one they introduced uh, franchise mode to the series. Uh, they just called multi-season <laughs> play, but they would kind of refine that over time. Uh, and uh, other than that, it's just kind of lots of little tweaks to the previous formula, slightly different moves, slightly different players, um, slightly updated graphics. You know, this one, uh, I kind of felt myself just kind of, I don't know, not even tuning out because I was enjoying mm-hmm. playing it. It's quality. It's polished. It plays well. It's just boring. It, it plays, like, competently. Competently. Like, your yeah. characters all feel very light and floppy. Um, it, mm-hmm. it, it looks bad. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, it works in the sense that the characters do what you want them to do, but it's, it's I, I barely, I, I don't know, my, I think it's barely my, fun. My gauge for it was that by the end of that game, I think Woody and I were losing by like six points, and I really wanted to win. And we were actively trying to, and I feel like that's a sign that like, this game is good enough that we kind of got sucked in a But I wasn't, I wasn't like, let's play again well, after I, one of game. of course not, but... You know, when you're staring at a stack of NBA games that are not going to be very fun. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, do we have much more to say about oh, Live 99? Y- yes, we do. Oh, yes, we have talked about we the do. Yes. That's right. The one of the, of the high point of our night. If Steve. this next game mode was the only part of this game, it might be my top rated game. <laughs> um, so, as I said, there has a simulation mode and arcade mode. So, yeah. I said, it's not that different. But how do you make your arcade mode stand out? <laughs> you have your NBA Jam from the last generation where you had these high-flying dunks and, like, super-fast gameplay. Loud and just announcer, like Loud announcers. Like yeah, music. exactly. So and let's replicate that by... It, it, it's like that scene in... Um, the Simpsons where he's trying to pitch a new ho- the guy's trying to pitch a new holiday yeah, and he's yeah. like something like uh, Love Day but less lame <laughs> and so it's like that he's like oh we need to make this arcadey and fun I don't know like put in a bunch of like cartoony boing effects or something <laughs> but like less dumb and then they're like oh so the cartoony boing effects good with everyone yeah it's 
like I could not really believe what was happening with arcade mode. Like, because immediately when you start running around the the court, it's like Scooby Doo, like bongo running noises, like slide whistle. Yeah. yeah, when you push someone down, that's the sound of it. Yeah, and, and, and then when you... some sort of cowbell involved at some point. Yeah, and you can do some outlandish, like, jumps and uh, dunks, and you can light your uh, uh, hoops on fire. Well, sort yeah, of, well, but it sort of. You can, you can see a tiny patch of fire for half yeah. a second. Yeah, I mean, it's worth noting that where NBA Hangtime, like, excelled at, like, making this crazy and exciting, this game, it just doesn't like these elements are put in there like there's a little trail on the basketball when you throw it a long distance or something but it's just the lay it's so lazy it makes it more fun it's it's like uh it's like the a corporate suit version of fun yeah. it's like see kids i'm wacky just because i wear a suit and tie doesn't mean i'm not down yeah, somebody was like super bored at work, and he's like, "What if I put in these cartoony sound effects?" And the supervisor walked by, and like, "No, that's good. I like that. <laughs> that's really funny." <laughs> yeah, the only thing I, I think we missed humor. was was like the clown nose honk. Yeah, I think yeah. that would have been good. The pie fight mode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe the MVP gets a pie to the face at the end of end of the game. It, it, it was. We were pretty entertained. I, mean, I, I was, was laughing my ass I, off. That yeah. blew my mind. I had no idea that you could have it, such an arcadey feel. It seemed. Yeah, and again. This is indistinguishable gameplay-wise from yeah. playing oh, simulation exactly with the rules the off. Exactly yeah, the yeah. Same. The only like, thing is that those very minor little effects that you see, and then like it's not even a full-fledged like you know the balls on fire. It's the hoop lightly flashes like with some. Yeah. It's discernible fire, but it just kind of lightly flashes and then it's gone. So goofy, so goofy, really ridiculous and kind of stupidly fun. It, I was laughing my ass. Yeah, it, it, it was just insane to think that anyone would have been excited by this, but but I guess we were. So I was, yeah, yeah, no. Well, but then, was. even by the end of that game, that Scooby Doo running noise yeah. got so obnoxious. That... Oh yeah, it was overwhelming. Yeah, even the Scooby Doo game didn't use that as much <laughs> as this one. Oh man, yeah, almost worth playing just for stupid arcade mode. Yeah. But I mean, I guess you can simulate the experience by like watching, watching cartoons in the background or just <laughs> watching the arcade. I'm sure there's video of oh, the arcade sure. mode being played for three it's minutes. It's so dumb. It's amazing. Um, all these games also just would might as well talk about it here. Had a three point shootout mode. Oh yeah. Um, um, other than kind of like specific controls, it was basically the same exact. Yeah, and all four of the times. games over multiple franchises, you'd press one button to pick up the ball, and then you would hold A to jump, and then press A again to release. And there's no mechanic to aim; it's just kind of about timing your shot, like from the top of your jump. Woody yeah. was very good at. Woody was very. Good. Yeah, you guys were like got six and eight, and then I got twenty five. Yeah, you like yeah. shut it down. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we couldn't get the timing quite right. But I yeah, mean, it's the same it. basic timing in NBA hang time. So. Yeah. Oh, see, so yeah, yeah you I'll meet you then. on the real court. And we'll yeah. See oh yeah, <laughs> I think you would crush me there. <laughs> I remember I think, playing basketball. You know, Woody used to set up these basketball games this summer. I remember a lot of running back and forth and, and saying, can we not do full court anymore? Well, running is yeah. the only thing I'm good at. Like I can't, I can't put the ball in the hoop. I can only run and pass, so I like full court. I just need more friends. <laughs> All right, let's move on to NBA Live 2000. That is our sequel to 99, just like the year is the sequel to 99. That makes sense. If you think about it, really. NBA Live 2000 was released, oh, guess what? October 31st, 1999. Whoa, I mean, wow. Jingle time. Spooky. Jingle music. Uh, this I was, think, I mean, maybe while you're at it, maybe you could find some cartoony noises to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
This again was developed by New Effects and published by EA Sports and was also released on PlayStation and Windows. Our cover athlete this time around is number 21 for the San Antonio Spurs, Tim Duncan. Uh, Duncan, hailing from the Virgin Islands, is a six foot eleven power forward. I don't know why I'm talking like an announcer. Uh, he's from a six foot eleven. We power have forward. him here to talk <laughs> yeah. about the game. Uh, he was a first round draft pick again for the Spurs, and he spent his entire 19 year career there. Um, during his time, he led the Spurs to five NBA championships. Uh, he was known for a simple but effective play style. His nickname was the Big Fundamental. We now call him the Big NBA Live. Uh, <laughs> that is the clunkiest nickname. The Big yeah. NBA Live works better than the Big Fundamental. Not to be included. Not to be confused with the Big Fundamentalist, who's oh, just kind of yes. like a terrorist. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> he got banned from the WWE in, in yeah. 2002. The Big Fundamentalist. Yeah, uh, I mean, he he's basically, as near as I can tell, he's kind of devoid of controversy. He he had a series of successful charities. He raised money for everything from, like, children's literacy programs to breast cancer research. Uh, Sporting News actually named him one of their good guys of sports, uh, for whatever that's worth. Um, He retired as a player in 2016 and transitioned to assistant coach of the Spurs. And when he's not there, you can find him at Renaissance Fairs or playing Dungeons & Dragons. To which effect I would like to be Tim Duncan's best friend, I think. I mean, he sounds sounds like a cool guy. And you're right. I have not followed basketball closely since my beloved Seattle Sonics moved across to Oklahoma. But I've never heard a bad word about Tim Duncan, and he's one of those people that the Spurs were always, like, kind of in it the last decade, and, mm-hmm. and it was Tim Duncan. Like, he he's great. He's he's always been great. Everyone loves him. And he was it was him, like, and David Robinson were on the team at the same time, and they were kind of unstoppable. And then Robinson retired and uh, passed off the captaincy to Duncan, and they still thrived. They still did very well under him. So, yeah, Tim Duncan seems cool. Come on our show, dude. Why not? Uh, the game. So uh, this he's, game. He's surely listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, why wouldn't he be? He's like, oh, maybe they're talking about He him. probably Googles the NBA Live 2000 like every couple weeks. Like, has someone talked about me yet? Am I still on the cover of that one? I am. Uh, so this game was actually pretty important for the series. It introduced a lot of uh, features that are still present today. Um, this is the game that introduced the Legends mode, uh, which I don't think was present in the N64 version, but the PC and the PlayStation version had it. Uh, that lets you take on te- like teams of players from the last 50 years, which is just kind of a cool dorky mm-hmm. thing. That's, but... I, that, that is continually some of my favorite things in basketball games, especially is getting to play. I, they don't do that a lot in Madden or even really in baseball as much. I think just licensing yeah. things. But ba- basketball really seems to have that down where they'll, they'll let you play as Jordan and... Can you play as, like, players from the 20s or something yeah, sometimes like Sometimes you can. Like, oh, here's mm. uh, number 23, Michael Jordan against number one, Peach Pit Fred. <laughs> <laughs> He's really good. <laughs> Peach Pit Fred. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, otherwise known as the fundamentalist. The fundamentalist. <laughs> that guy was a real player. fundamentalist. <laughs> yeah. He was, like, part of the revivals. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so PC players could take advantage of the face in the game feature, which lets you scan your photo uh, into uh, the game and paste it onto a player. I looked at footage of this, kind of expecting it to be like a horrible train wreck, and it looks pretty good. Really? Okay. Like, it still looks pretty good. I did good. that for some... I don't remember what game that was. Some sports game, I'm sure, mm-hmm. on the Xbox 360, and I put my face in there, and it was one of the most nightmarish <laughs> things I've ever... I turned it off. I oh, yeah. Play, yeah. Well, we, we have some bad news about your face, Josiah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look in a mirror, and it's horrifying, yeah. like, every day. What is that? You know that scene in Beetlejuice with all the worms <laughs> popping out? Yeah. <laughs> 
um, yeah, that that feature didn't really stick around with the series, but it was kind of cool, and it was cool to look back on it and see that, like, wow, this this worked, and it's not really a feature that is that something that people are still trying to do. Like not really. I don't think right? there's I much think, of that. I think we all just kind of realize it's weird and gross looking, <laughs> yeah. and like it's more fun to just create your well, own. Well, I don't character. want to play a basketball game and be me. Right. No. There's well, a reason I'm outside playing basketball. And if I you, want to be LeBron or Kobe if you or want whatever. to, the creative players are now sophisticated enough that you can kind of just make yourself. That's you true. can make your own like version, you know, and then probably fight it in Soul Calibur. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's a crossover there. Um, the most important feature of this game, I would say, is that this lets you finally officially play as Michael Jordan. Do, uh, does important, it? Important in air quotes. Uh, <laughs> and lets you in air quotes also. Uh, so Jordan had some of the most exclusive and expensive licensing like <coughs> rights for any for games uh like we were kind of talking about that like he was kind of behind the curve on games yeah like, he's not in any of the early nba jam games yeah um we, uh but like the story goes that in the early 90s the nba players association they signed kind of a blanket agreement for all of their players to appear in all games but jordan opted out and he was one of only a handful of them that did because he thought and i mean it's a nice thought. It's a correct thought that his brand is more valuable than the NBA Ooh, it, brand. It is certainly factual. Yeah. But. Um, so, like, you know, he thought his own games would uh, make more money. And I don't know the sales figures uh, on Michael Jordan in the, what is the Chaos game? Chaos in the Chaos Windy, in Windy City. City. Uh, well, I wonder uh, if, do you think he was just stubborn or do you think there was some, why couldn't, he, I'm sure there's some legality to it. I wonder why he couldn't try to negotiate that himself and go, you can have me in the game, but you got to pay me. I guess oh, he did. Nothing. No, I'm yeah. sure that he did. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that his rate was just crazy, though. Oh, and, and they were just yeah. like, this isn't worth it. Yeah. That's so funny to me. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, in this one, we actually get... This is his first, quote-unquote, official appearance in a live game. I mean, if you played NBA Live 96, you could enter the cheat code Jordan and unlock him in that. Oh, but it wasn't a legal weird. move. And we played him. We got to play as him in uh, Live 99, but they remove his name. Like, it's just like, all right, he's on he's, the Bulls. We know this is him. His name is Player. His name is Player now. Or they just call him Roster Player or something like that. So, But this is the first time they had him in with no dirty tricks or anything like that. And... All you do with Jordan is a one-on-one -on -one mode that Where is you really play boring. against him. You play against him, and you try and uh, just you just play one-on-one, -on -one and it's out, outdoor court with Jordan, and it's quite boring. He just <laughs> sort of runs around you and dunks, and then you get the ball, and you run around him and dunk. Yeah. And, but there's still penalties in this mode, too, so it's not like you can just push him down and take the ball. Then no. they're like, oh, it's a penalty, and you have to check it back to him. It's not fun. No, it's just it's just kind of drab and boring. Um, <laughs> it is funny, though, to imagine, like, um, you played as Tim Duncan. That yeah. Tim Duncan and Michael Jordan set up this pickup game out on the court, and there's, like, three <laughs> middle-aged guys like kind of just guys. standing there being like, oh, what's going on over here? <laughs> yeah, these guys are playing basketball. I don't know. Um, all right, so NBA Live 2000, uh, I think... a generally much more polished yeah, this experience. game like, is one of the more substantial upgrades on all fronts oh, of yeah. any of this like i mean i guess the jump from madden to like madden 2002 was yeah, pretty that was huge a big jump. but this is on par with that like yeah this like you you get kind of like tv style presentation in the camera angles coming in like it comes in tight for like free throws and seeing it was jarring because it's like oh wow this is the first time we've seen this in an n64 game like now it's like commonplace, yeah. you know. It's like everything is trying to recreate the TV experience, but this is the first time we saw it here. Yeah, character models look great. Uh, I mean, for the time, I mean, they look the they look weird and blocky, yeah. but yeah. yeah. But like for for this era, like they look really good. They all have uh, their own. All the people have their own faces. <laughs> their faces have details. You yeah. can see who people are. Um, 
faster gameplay experience, I think, like uh, smoother frame rate, uh, yep. less clipping, less... Uh, uh, Things just felt a little more clear and a little more direct. Yeah. It kept everything that worked in live and uh, didn't really add any kind of unnecessary bells and whistles, except it did remove the bells and whistles. Oh, yeah. The literal bells and whistles. The literal bells and whistles. There's still... disappointing. So there is still an arcade mode in Mm -hmm. this. But now you're just like steam-powered, I guess. (laughs) You're you're running around like with uh, trails of smoke coming off you, which, uh, I don't know, it's fart mode. It adds a little more effect, but I don't know. Yeah, it... Well, I miss the the goofy sound effects. I miss the goofy sound effects, but Bring like back the trombones. <laughs> Bring back the, the oh yeah, they didn't have a sad trombone in it when you like the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Bring in a uh, foghorn. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I feel kind of bad because it's like this is a, a much better game, much more significant improvement over the uh, previous game. I don't have a whole lot else to say about it other than that. Yeah, no. Um, it was good. really good. It was it's better. a really yeah. good basketball game. Had fun with it. Yeah, I, I had fun with NBA Live 2000. I think uh, if if you're getting one of these games on the uh, that we're talking about today, this is the one. Wait, what about NBA Jam? What about NBA that's, Jam? That's got to be better. Should that's we a, talk about NBA that's Jam. That's a brand that I trust, Steve. You I know? grew up playing NBA Jam. If I was at the store mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, what basketball game do I want to get? And I look over here and I'm like, oh, NBA Jam. I mean, I've enjoyed those in the past. They've never steered us wrong. No, they've no. definitely like. They have not betrayed your trust. No. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to get NBA Jam 99. Tell me about what I can expect in NBA Jam well, let's 99. Let's talk about yeah. that a little bit. Um, we have talked about NBA Jam quite a bit in the past, not just in the NBA Hangtime episode, but in the first NBA Hangtime episode we recorded <laughs> and lost. But so only you and I know only that you and story. I know about that. Uh, so I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about that. Go back, listen well, to our NBA Hangtime and Showtime episode. Uh, can Dan I, can I just introduce this in a way that, yeah. um, you know everybody's favorite thing about basketball? Like, you you know, you're, you're getting ready, you're sitting on the couch, you got a couple beers, you're ready to watch the game. My favorite thing is to watch a bunch of superhuman athletes mm-hmm. walk down the court slowly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we and we really will cool. we will get to that, and that's what is so insane because oh, yeah. NBA Jam for like, you know, in the arcades and Super Nintendo is just like a classic um idea of like you have a core aspect of the sport and you distill it down to its goofiest and mm-hmm. fastest and silliest. And so for whatever reason, in this particular iteration, mm-hmm. they decided to go the other direction right. and dis- distill it into what is the most slowest and most boring and everyone's least favorite part. So, yeah, I mean, what's the story of this, So, team? this is how that kind of came about. I mean, uh, everybody remembers, of course, uh, the NBA Jam series created by Mark Turmel, kind of based off of the Arch Rivals series. And it's <laughs> it's a fast, it's a goofy game, and it was a massive, massive arcade hit. It was just minting money. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, I get here's And I know a huge home hit when the Acclaim brought it, it to a home huge consoles. Home hit. Yeah, yeah, especially on the Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo. It was just massive, massive. Um, so, what happened? Why are we talking about these games here? here and not on the NBA Hangtime episode. Well, these are very different beasts. So the Jam games were uh, created and released in arcades by Midway, but for the home ports, they farmed out development to Acclaim. And after the success of NBA Jam Tournament Edition in 1994, Acclaim decided to buy the NBA Jam name from Midway and start developing their own games. Uh, They made one title, NBA Jam Extreme, that kind of maintained the Jam gameplay, and then they took the series in a more realistic direction, which is what we're talking about, while Midway continued to produce NBA Hangtime and NBA Showtime, which, which are is, much, basically, they're just basically NBA yeah. Jam. So these games we're playing today are Acclaim's attempts to reboot and rebrand the franchise. 
not to spoil it, but this experiment was a failure uh, <laughs> for a lot of reasons. Uh, but um, I can give you. I'll get to the big one in a second. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but after these two games, the claim would only would they would release the next two entries in the NBA Jam series as Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance exclusives, which is a kiss of death. Uh, and uh, when those didn't take off, they rebooted the series once again. They went back to the name NBA Jam and they released it. Uh, like an arcade basketball game in 2003 for the PS2, which I didn't play. I don't know if you guys played that. I played that one some. Okay. And then, then another release finally came out for like the Wii and PS3. That came out later. Yeah, Acclaim went out of business uh, in 2004, and mm. the rights to the franchise were snapped up by EA, and okay. they brought Mark Trammell back to consult, and then they released the 2011 reboot, which was just called NBA And Jam. that game is fun. Yeah, um, yeah, I heard yeah. that one's good. And yeah. they did one other reboot, but that series has been dormant since 2011. Like, nobody's really touched it, and it's due for an upgrade. One last little tidbit. Oh, two last little tidbits I learned. Do you guys know where the word boom shakalaka originally came from? <laughs> no. I, I figured it out. Is it, I didn't know it was one word. Yeah, boom okay. shakalaka. Yeah, one word. Uh, I say it as one word. I yeah, think it's right. like the Chicago style is two words, but you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> that term originated in a song from 1969 by Sly and the Family Stone called I wow. Want to Take You Higher. You've probably heard it. It's yeah, one of those songs really everybody's cool. kind of heard. I didn't know that. Uh, but uh, NBA Jam is the reason we associate that with basketball at all. And now it's like kind of old thing you use it for and that term has survived this series like it's right up thing. right up there with boom goes the dynamite exactly <laughs> yep uh and the last little tidbit i learned uh is going back to michael jordan uh you know he he was famously not present in the nba jam games because of his strict licensing agreements but according to an interview i read with mark Trammell, he actually he was approached by gary payton who is a legendary supersonics player uh, who sent Termel pictures of himself and Jordan and asked to be put into a version of the game. So there are a handful of arcade cabinets out there that let you play as Michael Jordan and Gary Payton on a team. Uh, and uh, it's, really cool. it's almost like an urban legend. It's so rare. But Mark Termel awesome. confirms they did make some <laughs> cabinets like that. And it's uh, maybe only like, I don't know. I don't know how many there are, but uh, they're out there. So if you find one, uh, very rare. Try send it into us. Send it into us. Give it yeah. to us for free. For no money. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this first game. Oh my god! All right, I want to sit. Yeah, mm. oh, no, go ahead. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get. I'll get to my thought in a minute. Okay, uh, NBA Jam '99 released December fourth, nineteen ninety eight. Developed by Iguana Salt Lake City, published by Acclaim Sports. Uh, also released on Game Boy Color. Uh, let me let me let me do the cover athlete first because sure. he is yeah. not remarkable. Okay, Keith Van Horn, uh, forward for the New Jersey Nets. Uh, he provided all the motion capture for this game as well. So, thank you. <laughs> he uh, he is apparently work. made out of wood and has no opposable joints. He's made <laughs> out of horns. That that is how the Obviously. motion capture in this game works. Yes. His characters do not bend. And he must apparently have terrifying deltoids that make him look like the juggernaut. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's not uh, Keith Van Horn may not be a name that you are immediately familiar with, uh, unless you're weird. But let me think about it for <laughs> Let's a minute. Think about I think it. I'll remember. He sounds like the villain in an 80s ski movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, he was a strong college player. Again, first round draft pick. Uh, but his career was more defined for being really solid, but not really remarkable. Sure. Uh, he averaged 16 points and seven rebounds per game, which is not bad at all, no. but uh, he, he was never very showy or attention-grabbing. Uh, he left the Nets. He bounced around for a while. Get it? Bounce. da 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 The arcade mode is back. Yeah. Mode Ultra 64. Uh, he finished out his career with the Dallas Mavericks in 2006. Uh, these days, he's living in mild stomping grounds, Colorado, and he's a real estate investor and philanthropist now, so good on him. Keith Van Horn. Uh, but fuck you for this game. Uh, so Woody, tell, you, tell your points here, uh, because... I was 
I was unprepared <laughs> for how bad this game was. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've played this game at all. And not, I mean, how bad is like? I guess I've played. I was talking about Rap Jam earlier, so it's mm. clear that you can have a horrible, horrible game. Sure. But we started playing this game. The characters walk by default, walk. and I don't mean like, like Z is like, in most of these games, like in the classic NBA Jam, like Z is the turbo button right. or in NBA Hang Time, so it makes you run fast. In this, if you don't hold Z, again, I just want to repeat this for emphasis. <laughs> we are not exaggerating. Your character walks yeah. at a speed that no one in the history of the NBA has walked on a court it's at that the speed of someone walking down the street reading their phone. Yes, like, the, it is like the story slow. is they they originally had a license to uh, Peach Pit Frank's uh, walk around the <laughs> yeah. mall simulator, uh, and so they just kind of used that original gameplay and put it in there. This game yeah. should have had Antoine Walker as the cover <laughs> athlete because for all Pretty the good. walking that they do, it feels like. I mean, aside from the basic mechanics of this game being broken and not yeah. working well, and look, this game looks terrible. Um, the AI doesn't work. Um, it it feels like they had all that shitty stuff going on, mm. and then they cut the speed in half. Yeah. Well, and not just mm. the speed of like your character, also the speed of layups, dunks, mm -hmm. when you, free throws. When you jump in the air, you're suddenly underwater, and I don't know if it's tr they're trying to do like some kind of effect. I suspect it's just the frame rate crapping. Okay. Out. And there was weird stuff like not you would you would make a basket, and the entire team would stay down by the instead of running down the court. Mm -hmm. It made no it made no goddamn sense. Yeah. So a couple nice things about this game. Okay. <laughs> um, it does. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Rather than an NBA Live where you just turn the rules on or off, this yeah. lets you pick specific rules. Um, and it's not just like on off, it's like yeah, how often, frequently uh, they call. So yeah. we kept everything at the default, and the result of that is every single play you get called. <laughs> you run next to someone, they're like, charge. Mm -hmm. um, someone runs into you, they're like, blocking. Yeah. And you're like... <laughs> Yeah, and then we get like if you if you get too many of these, then you get an automatic player switch out. Yep. So, so the, the game, game will freeze. Freezes, you think it's broken, and then it cuts to like a screen that just says, "Well, it is broken, Steve." Like, just to be clear, oh, oh, yeah. about fifteen seconds for that substitution to take place. It's so slow. Like everything about this game is so slow. And the one thing NBA Jam should not be if you get nothing else right. You get the speed right, yeah. okay? Like, you can even tell if you look at the cover of this game or, like, look at the label of this game. They're really trying to downplay your expectations. Like, <laughs> the ball is still on fire, but you're not going to notice it on first glance. It's got the very, like, standard, like, it's the same uh, kind of sans-serif white font that they use for uh, All-Star Baseball and, like, other acclaimed sports games we played. NFL Quarterback Club, same thing. And uh, it, it looks like a drab simulator except you just see the ball happens to be on fire in Keith Van Horn's hand but like only just barely yeah and I never figured out how to set the ball on fire even in jam mode there's a no. jam mode in this sim mode and jam mode but they, it feels the same well the jam, jam mode, mode is, is like still... they get rid of AI like right. it's you're still playing five on five but it's what Josiah was talking about where literally well if you make a basket your whole team will stay at the end one end of the court yeah it baffling like this this would feel like this feels like a bait and switch, like it's so bad. Like I feel like you know, like you were saying, if, if you love NBA Jam yeah. and you you trust this label, you trust this name, you're gonna buy the new NBA Jam game for N64. This may be, be so cool. the worst game I've ever played with a like major name on it. 
I, wow. I, I don't know. But, um... I would, like, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to think about that. But, yeah, yeah sports game, like, up there, for sure. Like, yeah, it's, it's, like, um... this game is awful, and I... For, like, being a... Like, NBA Jam is a major franchise in, like, video game history. And it should be um, noted, too, your number one game yeah. on our whole list is NBA Hang Time yes, right now. exactly. Your number one game. You're a big fan of these <laughs> Yes, exactly. And so this is just so bizarre and embarrassing. Mm -hmm. And I, it's so cruel of a claim to be like... Yeah, we sold. A, it's so stupid too to be like we sold a bunch of copies and we're going to release this. Like, why would you like? Is the name really the valuable part? Like, that's the thing that they bought. They bought the name. Well, it gets it people to else. buy a couple like, copies of this game, and then you go over yeah. to your friends and you play their copy, of it and you're like, "Well, I'm never buying that." Like, I guess they just thought people would come to this and like, "Oh, well, we came here for NBA Jam, <laughs> but this game is so good and so fun." Yeah, I yeah. guess we're fine with this. Like. I mean, if this, I don't think this game would piss me off quite as much if it was just called like NBA Slam Dunk '99 sure. or something silly like that. You're right. It would it, still be unplayable it would still garbage. Suck, but it wouldn't like. Can we can we talk about the cherry on top of this? Absolutely. Yeah. Or are we the 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 the, the, the Microsoft Paint cutout cherry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh please word. tell us about free throw so, mode. Everyone knows that one of the most exciting parts of playing basketball is shooting free throws. <laughs> of course. That and buying peanuts. And over and over with no score. So there's a mode for that. You can sit and watch your player dribble the ball now, endlessly. Most yeah. games have like a little meter where you like have where to stop, stop something in time. It, and it goes to the side and you stop yeah. it. Yeah. And this that works had, fine. But why, the, the, why copy what everyone else yeah, is doing? Why do something that works when you're playing, when you're NBA Jam? Blow people's minds. Right. So what, what do they do, Josiah? What's the system? In the, so you're behind, you can change the camera, first of all. They <laughs> wanted to give you that option. They worked on that. You're watching your player dribble, and in the corner, there is a top-down shot of a net. Yes. And a top-down shot of a ball... That has 100% been cropped out of Microsoft Paint, including a white line around the edge. Yeah, when you use a little it's, lasso tool and you can't quite get a perfect circle. Right. Just a shiny circle ball. And then, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe this. It's No, you, you described ring. it well. It's, it's around the, the ball's around the ring of the net. Hmm. And you have to put put the ball You just have to move it. You just use yeah. But it's like ma it's like magnets. It's like trying right. to put magnets together in that it only really goes around the ring, and then occasionally you can push it quickly through the net and as soon to as the other side. Right, and and you'll try it, and it'll go right through the middle, and you're like, crap, I missed it. I'm not it. joking. We shot 15 shots in a row before we hit a single one. <laughs> I right. thought my brain was breaking. <laughs> I mean, okay, first of all, like... Okay, th I, th I think the thing that this reminded me of most is, like, you know those little shitty games that, like, your grandma would give you in your stocking? Like, little wooden games that were, like, mazes? Where or... there's, like, a marble and you have to twist it yeah, to, like, absolutely. try and get the or marble like, or, like, uh, or, like, an unsolvable puzzle with two interlocking chains. This felt like the video game equivalent of that. Like, this is fun for nobody. You're following... You're, you're just kind of rotating this ball around... Let's face it, an asshole. It looks like an asshole. <laughs> You're looking at a hoop from the top, and it looks gross. It really did feel like some sort of sex ad. Yeah. It was and uncomfortable. So you, you rotate a lot, and once in a while, it lets you go within the boundaries of the hoop, and that's when you're supposed to press the button to throw your shot. But it's like you're trying to find the hidden path mm -hmm. somewhere on this hoop, and it's like... There's no indication of where it might be. It's just kind of rubbing it around for a while <laughs> until you find it. This sounds like I'm being gross. I'm not trying to be. It just no, it looks... He is perfectly describing. <laughs> it looks experience. pretty suggestive. I, yeah, I was... 
that was one of the wildest things I've ever played. Again, yeah, in such a popular, like, name and franchise. And, like, the NBA put their name on that. Yeah. And, I mean, it, I, I think the, the Magnet thing, and I think that's why it's getting me. Because that's, that's something that always used to drive me crazy when oh, you're trying yeah. to put Magnets with reverse polarity, like, against each other. And, like... They're, they they just can't. You can get them really, really close, but they never quite it's, connect. It's just frustrating in a very special, indescribable way yeah. because yeah. you're like, it doesn't quite feel super broken at the start. It feels like it almost is going to work, yeah. but then it never does, and it's always super annoying. Yeah, yeah. Well, and when you finally do make a free throw, there's no lights, there's no buzzer, there's no, no score. You just, you just no do it again. You just continue dribbling and shooting. It, I'm, I'm so it's away. one of the circles of hell I'm, is you have I'm to play really, NBA <laughs> Jam 99, the free throw mode. You know, if we want to say something nice, the uh, uh, three-point mode worked fine. <laughs> yeah, it, it was sort indistinguishable of, it from was, the NBA Live games. Well, the controls were way worse for that. Wasn't it like you had to pick eh, it up and then yeah. switch it? Yeah. Nah, I don't know. It was... Well, I oh, don't know we're why, talking to the three-point champion. Yeah, of the, of the yeah, I don't know why I'm playing yeah. these games anyway. Let's 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 put a nail in this coffin here. Let's talk about NBA Jam. So wait, I have I a question though. Oh, I do yeah. feel like this game was kind of hilariously bad. I do, I was entertained by its level of badness. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it, was... it is bad to a degree that I didn't expect. Um, this is the and... Neil Breen of uh, of uh, sports <laughs> video games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it's laughably inept. Yeah. So if if you have nothing else to spend your money on, this is I think a worthy addition to your collection of weird games to show people. And again, it'll and... almost definitely be basically free. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants this game. I'll give you mine. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. NBA Jam 2000 was released November 30th, 1999. Same people made it again. It was, and this one was an N64 exclusive. Sorry, Game Boy <laughs> yeah. Color. Um, our cover athlete this time, someone actually interesting we can talk about, Chris Webber. Chris Webber is a five-time NBA All-Star who, uh, at the time of this game's release, was playing for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, he was playing for the University of Michigan in 1991. Uh, he and four other freshmen were dubbed the Fab Five. Uh, they were kind of credited with bringing this like very youthful, modern, like kind of hip hop energy to basketball and kind of shaking things up. They were kind of like the future wave of, mm -hmm. of basketball. Um, he was. Uh, the team lost the final. They they went to the NCAA finals twice uh, under this team, which is pretty impressive. Impressive for freshmen, like five mm, freshmen that's true. doing this. Uh, during one game in 1993, uh, with Michigan behind, one, one basket behind North Carolina, Weber called for a timeout and stopped play before making his shot, but the team was out of timeouts, and the resulting technical foul cost them the game, which people oh. still make fun of him about to this day. Apparently, Weber's dad got a vanity plate that reads timeout. Oh, my and gosh. rides around in his car like that just to give him shit. Uh, Weber's career uh, in college was overshadowed, however, by a scandal involving accepting illicit loans from the school's basketball booster. He was running an illegal numbers racket. Uh, Weber pled guilty to one count of criminal contempt, and the team had to forfeit their final four standing in for 1992, and they scrubbed Weber's records from the books wow. uh, because of all this. Um, he was legally prohibited from appearing at the University of Michigan again until 2013, uh, he I didn't mean, actually. At that point, how do you even want to go back? <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, man, I can't wait. They finally let me go back. <laughs> basically, they said they would let him come back earlier if he wrote an apology, but he never uh. wanted to do that. But they did finally bring him back last year. Uh, he gave a, a, a speech to the team, and he was very warmly received. So uh, it, it started it's all... with 
Guys, I mean, it was all worth it. We all realize that college athletes are getting screwed. Oh, absolutely. So, 100%. Really? I have a really hard time being upset at Chris yeah. Weber. Props to him. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, there was an ESPN documentary that, that made in 2011 called The Fab Five that's all about him and this scandal. So it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, Weber had a strong NBA career, though. Uh, he started with uh, started and ended his career with the Warriors, um, but he made his biggest career impacts with the Kings. Since retiring in 2008, he's kept very busy. He has dabbled in uh, music. He produced singles for Nas and Naughty by Nature, and he released his own album in 1999 under the name C-Web, which I want to find this album yeah. and listen to it now. I want to know more about how he produced a song for Nas. Dang. That, good for him. Yeah, Nas is amazing. Um, so he, he worked as an analyst on NBA Game Time on NBC. He's part of an investment consortium that's looking to build a new King Stadium in Sacramento, and uh, he appeared in old age makeup in the 2018 comedy Uncle Drew. <laughs> have you oh, seen wow. that? I have not. Isn't it I based on like a... That I kind of want to see that movie. It's, I, I hear it's okay, it's, but it's like based on a Pepsi commercial, right? Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Certainly was made by Pepsi. <laughs> I think I just super didn't understand what that movie was no. when I saw the trailer because I hadn't seen that commercial. I'm like, so, okay, so why is Kyrie Irving and like Cheryl Swoops, why are they in old age makeup? Like, wow. Why? Yeah, I forgot that movie got made. I never watched that, but and I, like, I would watch that. Yeah, Nick Kroll is in it, like, really? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I, wow, I, yeah. Maybe I'll watch it. I think it's on HBO. I might watch it. You can put it in your uh, horror movie list. There we go. It's, yeah, exactly. I don't, I'm sure you'll find some tie in why, why it's a horror movie. <laughs> I mean, there's enough makeup. Yeah. It's, it's the, old, old, old age, age makeup, makeup doesn't do it for me. Uh, talking Babies would. Okay. So the Look Who's oh. Talking movies would be on my horror movie list for this yeah, one. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah, that makes me huge uncomfortable when the the worst thing is the the, the, the dog movies where the mouth moves oh where yeah where they have they animate rough. the mouth moving i'd yeah. rather they just go garfield style yeah. and just like not try and sync up the mouth but you know but i'm sure chris Weber would agree with me on that. yeah exactly you know, he's, he's very a, very yeah, relevant to this topic when chris Weber and tim duncan come in and we have <laughs> yeah <laughs> we can put them on either sides of the debate for the talking dog movies <laughs> mouth move or no move and this will completely disrupt our D&D game, I think, yeah. like, eventually. <laughs> um, all right, so the developers took on some of the feedback that they got from the previous game. So they did add a two-on-two jam -two mode here, and they increased the speed uh, noticeably, which I do appreciate. Yeah. Um, but they added some more weird shit. Okay, so this time, you can from the opening screen, you can choose to play either sim mode or jam mode. But the problem is you need a whole different controller pack for yeah, either mode. Not literally, mode. it saves to a different page on your controller no. pack. You don't select a different piece of data. No, you would have to physically take out the controller pack and put in a different controller pack. Right. And, like, we were trying to save a, a creative player... And it was it was going to take up 123, which is pages essentially controller one pack. controller pack. That's insane. Yeah, like our creative player in the wrestling games took up nowhere near that much space. No. Like it was like a 20 page slot or something. So 123 pages is nuts for a creative player. But yeah, that's a really weird mechanic to have. It's like okay, yeah, you have these two different modes, but you basically need to buy another memory card. So you well, might this game is worth it for sure. <laughs> yeah, obviously it's worth it. I mean, and all really all you get with jam mode in this it's like yeah okay it's two on two again sure they added fire back they added some effects back but it also just feels like a pared down version well, of it's 
hang time. Uh, right. Well, no, it feels like a pared-down version of, like, the same Oh, mode. yeah, that's true, because yeah. you're still playing on the same size court. The mm-hmm. camera's still in the same position, and it still runs pretty slow compared to old-school NBA Jam or something. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, when we say it's faster than 99, that doesn't mean it's fast. It just yeah. means it means slightly they're lightly better. jogging. Everything yeah. is faster than NBA Jam 99. Right. And, yeah, so the camera's still zoomed out, and it feels so empty to have only these four players on the court. There's just so much open space. It's very weird. Yeah, it feels strange. It feels off. And the dun- I don't know. Just the dunks are not very exciting. No, it's just it it's so dumb no to have a jam. Fair. Yeah, they had better commentary in this game. Yeah, they they make like some nice, solid. fun, silly commentary. Yeah. And again, we were trying to make a creative player, and it's grotesque. The models <laughs> oh, that they let you use. Horrific. You could choose from muscle man, big man, or thin man. Skinny man. Or skinny man. That's it. But like muscle man looks like. Kind of normal, but with weird, gigantic biceps. He looked a little like that, uh, what's that Hulk villain? The Abomination? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And yeah. like, but but Big Man, you look like Juggernaut. Like, you're curved in that same way, like the X-Men character Juggernaut. Like, you're, there's no distinguishing, like, there's no distinguishing between your deltoids and the, your head. And he's kind of hunched forward oh, in a yeah, weird way. Yeah. Horrifying, too. Yeah, it would... He, no, he looks like the uh, the Looney Tunes uh, wrestler. <laughs> yes, the, it absolutely. I know yeah. exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he yeah. Kind of leans forward. Yeah. yeah, yep. Spindly little legs. Um, all right. So gameplay wise, what did you guys think about this one? Like, does it? Uh, it's it's still terrible. It's still I mean, terrible. it's a, it's definitely an improvement yeah, over ninety nine. Yeah, but. I would never want to play it. No, no. no. But and it's see the thing is when you get to this level of terribleness, I would rather play the more terrible one because at least that's kind of funny in yeah. a weird way. Yeah. Whereas this was trying to kind of round off the edges of like a nightmare. And yeah. It, it didn't. Yeah. It's like just give me the whole thing. It's yeah. fine. I mean, did uh, did asshole free throws return in this yep. one? Okay. See, I, I was out. Oh of the yeah, room. Steve had important things I, to I was, do that did not involve playing this game, aka anything else. I was out of the room of... taking an NBA Jam ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, uh, yeah. So n- not good. Not a good game. No, not no, much else to say not about fun, this. One. Not good. No, uh, yeah, it, 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 it is a very substantial improvement over ninety nine today but... uh, of today's rankings. I'd say solid bronze. It's a solid bronze of the four games we played oh, today. <laughs> Boy, that is an embarrassment to the bronze. It's true. Let's uh, let's put ourselves out of our misery here. Oh my gosh, go our rankings here because we have a couple of letters that are nice uh, uh, tonics from these uh, NBA Jam games. So uh, let's move on to our rankings. Each week we are adding these games to our ongoing list of our games. I'm going to start us off this time because I'm a little scattered. Um, all right, so I'll start with the good. I think uh, NBA Live 2000 is my highest rated one. I think it's uh, definitely it's it's the strongest game. It's one of the strongest basketball games we've played on this show so far as, in terms of strictly a sim basketball sure. game. Uh, that's going at number uh, 62 for me. That's right below the NFL Blitz games. Um, You're crazy, man. I, know. I don't know. That's... I don't know. I think that's. Uh, oh, am I crazy because I have Blitz so low, or that? Uh, well, that these the Blitz is so much better than this game. Yeah, it is. They're all above it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's more uh, than one. More than one unit. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, so NBA Live '99, a uh, little bit lower. I'm putting that on number 78, underneath Bust a Move '99. Uh, now for the NBA Jam games, Jam 2000 was very slightly better, uh, so that's going at number 161, which is right underneath Batman, uh, Batman Beyond, Return yeah. of the Joker. And NBA Jam 99 really sucked, very bad game. Uh, for me, that's going 163, right below the NASCAR games. I would rather play the NASCAR games yep. than this. 
Alrighty, well, uh, okay, so I'm gonna keep the live games together because they're pretty much yeah. indistinguishable. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna put 99 above 2000 because we got the sweet cartoon noises. <laughs> oh, that yeah, actually we genuinely delighted me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna put those um, right below the Ken Griffey Jr. baseball games, but right above All Star Baseball uh, to 99 through 2001. Yep. Uh, and then the Jam games. Boy, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put NBA Jam 2000 above NFL Quarterback Club 99 and or sorry above Quarterback Club 2001 and below NBA in the Zone 98 mm-hmm. and Jam 2000 or Jam 99 I. I I think that's below quarter, all of the quarterback clubs, just wow. above Vigilante 8, which the only thing I remember about Vigilante 8 is driving into a swamp. Into <laughs> the black blackness. <laughs> that, right, yeah. That game was... Uh, yeah. Um, good good showing. Man, yeah. dude, your list is a mess, Josiah. Yeah, you really have so many numbers. Sports. But, you and, know, I look back on NFL Blitz and the Madden games and the Ken Griffey Jr. I'm like, those were fun. Yeah, they I were. actually appreciate those. They were. And you, uh, it's noteworthy to say that Josiah has officially overtaken Nicole for the guest who's played the most. I'm Whoa. so proud of myself. I'm going to so get, get a trophy commissioned. <laughs> you get the advantage of playing these games where we have to play four. Four or five per, per shot, yeah. yeah. All right, wait, where are you ranking? All right, well, I feel like we've been playing We've been playing these games and recording for like six hours. I'm feeling pretty sick. Um, <laughs> and and um, so I... I and we, yeah, we, and we alive two thousand was the the best of these. Even though I was sad to miss the cartoony sound effects, I'm putting it at number one thirty two. Mm. Um, NBA Live ninety nine, I'm putting it uh, number one thirty three, which is right above NBA in the Zone games. Oh. Um, which I don't even remember if they were good <laughs> or not, but they they're probably like a little worse than these. Yeah, um, yeah I think that's right. Um, oh man, NBA Jam '99. I I am still upset. Um, I'm putting it at number 165, which is right above the Mia Hamm soccer game, Ooh. which was also super terrible. Yeah, I forgot about um, that. Yeah. One. yeah, that one was rough. Um, and then NBA Jam 2000. I'm putting it 164. Okay, um, just right above that because it better. was again when you're down at this end of the list. Who even cares? Yeah, but you know you're ranking turds at this. Yeah, point. yeah. <laughs> All right, we have a couple of quick letters. Remember, if you want to send us a letter go to ultra 64 podcast at gmail maybe you won't be stuck at the back of a long basketball episode where we read yours not because we got some good ones this week uh first one here hey guys really enjoying the podcast and really looking forward to a few which i hope are coming uh like the goey mons beetle adventure racing or world driver championship actually we decided we didn't want to do any of those (laughs) yeah we're just skipping those although that's weird to hear a shout out for world driver Championship. yeah that sounds like the most generic game imaginable yeah i don't know anything about that one uh, I live in Taiwan, and this podcast oh. was recommended to me by a mate who lives in China. Whoa, I to, you guys I listened to the 100th episode where you said that there was only one download from China. There are definitely more, okay. but to access the internet, you need to use a VPN, which oh. tracks and tricks your internet into thinking you're in a different country. So it wouldn't turn up as China despite being downloaded So maybe there. all our downloads are in China. Ooh, I'm okay oh. with that. Uh, the, Gotta tap that care. lucrative Chinese market. Oh, yeah, obviously. Um, there's a few other things with China and video games. It's a new development for two reasons. The only people who could afford them would be government officials, and that doesn't look good in a quote-unquote communist country. There's also the fact that many of the best players are Japanese, and Japanese-Chinese relations are kind of a bummer. Anyway, hope that helps. Keep up the good work and rock on, James and Kaohsiung. So, Whoa. thank you, James. That's really good wow. uh, information That's really that. cool. That's an awesome letter. This is something I remember, too, like, when I visited Japan. Like, no one could really explain... 
why, and I know it's a long, complicated history, but there there is a lot of bad blood between like China and Japan. Well, I culturally. mean, I can explain one of the times, yeah. but I'm not yeah. going to go into it. Oh yeah, well, obviously, uh, well yeah. actually, yeah. that's going to be in the in our secondary after hours podcast. Oh, so we're going to record for the next four and a half. Oh hours. no, his <laughs> brief history of World War Two, my big and the rape of Nan King. Oh God. Uh, well, right, well, I, you, I will say, yeah. those are my favorite kind of letters. Of Not not that we're in the business of getting so many letters that we need to rank them. No. That'll be our new podcast of ranking letters. No, we but letters. people from other countries who tell us like what their video game experience is like there. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. Because, yeah, we don't have that perspective. I know. And, like, and all the media that we get about, like, it's just all the media that we learn about growing up with video games is always either USA focused or J- Japan focused. Right. And so it's really great to hear from like European countries, South American countries or China. It's yeah. super interesting. No, it's really awesome. So thank you so much, James, for uh, explaining that. I appreciate it. Our next letter here. Uh, hey, Steve, Woody and guest. Hey, they, they got you. Hey. Again. I just finished listening to your arcade sequels episode and it made me think of two questions. Nice. One, what older game would you have made, would have made for a really fun N64 reboot? And two, what game that didn't get a sequel on the N64 would you want to have, regardless of whether it had a sequel on another platform? Always love the podcast. Keep up the great content. I know how much work it is and want you to know all the time you put in is really appreciated. And that's from Benjamin. Thank you, Benjamin. Thanks, Benjamin. That's very nice. Can you repeat, the, um, so you repeat the, those questions? Yeah, the first question was, what older game would you would have made for a really fun N64 reboot? Okay. Um, I, I mean, one of my favorite older games that people don't really touch much, and they probably don't need to, but it's like one of my favorite kind of arcade-era games is Burger Time. Okay. Mm. I don't know what Burger Time N64 would look like. I'm actually getting some mild PTSD thinking about what that might look like <laughs> based off how ugly the Paperboy games were. But, um, yeah, I would like to see some kind of update on the Burger Time formula. Like, I think that's a really fun little old genre. So I have one that I think... It's same sort of thing. I don't know how this would work, and I feel like it probably would not. The sure. way they would do it would not work. But how about a Doctor Mario N sixty four? Like well, it exists. Is there re- we, oh, yeah, we played well, it. We played oh, it. I missed great. that one. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just so Doctor Mario. Oh, okay. But... Well, I'm I'm surprised that they didn't. Was it was it the Tetris one where you said that they like it spun the screen or something? It was like three. Am I oh Tetrisphere? Right? Yeah, Tetrisphere was one. But yeah, Tetrisphere yeah, but... is its own okay, weird hey, thing. I yeah, learned something new. And there's yeah, something there to look forward to. Sure. Um. I think that the one thing I've learned about N64 is it looks a lot better when it's animating abstract stuff. Yeah. Um, so the game I would like to see on N64, so get making this now, is a sequel to Uniracers for the Super Nintendo. Oh, uh, because that you just yeah. play disembodied unicycles that are going through a bunch of loop-de-loops and sort of in space. I it's feel like that would work. fun game than people give it credit for. I feel like yeah. that would work really well. That's a good one. I like that one. The second part of this question was, uh, what game that didn't get a sequel on the N64 would you want to have one? Um, so, like, an that... N64 game? Right, yeah. Okay. Like, uh, you know, so, like, Perfect Dark Zero wouldn't count because it's on the sure. 360. Um, man, so, like, as far as games that, like, really stood out to me, I don't know if I need a sequel to, like, Hybrid Heaven or anything like that. No, um, it, own weird it might be curious to see, like, an updated version of that, but, like... Um, F-Zero, we talked about, has kind of been dead for a while. Sure. Um, and I think... If we had another F Zero like F Zero X two on the N sixty four, I mean that would be F Zero GX, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, but we're ignoring any other sequels. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, that makes yeah. sense. Um, I feel like it would have been welcome to have another uh, Blast Core game. Again, we haven't oh, yeah. gotten to we that, but that. that game's super cool. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna update my answer. Uh, Pokemon Snap. 
Oh, yeah, that's the objective right answer. Because that game is so light on content for how fun it is. Yeah, 40 winks, too. (laughs) 80 winks. 80 winks. We can't handle We'll get it in 20 years. Someone's working on it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, correct answer from now on is 80 winks. Uh, All right, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. Uh, Next week, we have not basketball games to talk about. Thank goodness. We are uh, coming into our Halloween week, so we are going to be talking about Nightmare Creatures. Uh, keeping up Ooh. our theme of playing horror themed games around Halloween. So tune in next week for Nightmare Creatures. In the meantime, boom shakalaka, everybody. <laughs> boom shakalaka to you all. That's like the Santa Claus of, uh, I was going to say the Santa Claus of Christmas, which is the regular Santa Claus. <laughs> Just but like the, the basketball Santa, sure. who is like, and it'll, it'll like you rewrite uh, Night Before Christmas, but like make it basketball theme. And he's like, a boom shakalaka to you all and to all a good night. A boom shakalaka to the children. Yeah. <laughs> good night, everybody.